This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, Airheads? This is Mike, one-third of the Airbuds podcast. I am just wanting to say uh, thank you to all of our Patreons. Uh, you guys are the best. Uh, we really appreciate you guys supporting our podcast. And um, yeah, there should be some rewards coming out to you guys soon. Uh, people that are donating at the $20 level are getting their free t-shirt sent out. I, I've gotten those email confirmations that they're on their way. Hit us up at Airbuds Pod on Twitter or on Instagram and, and show us you guys wearing those t-shirts. We want to retweet that. But yeah, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod if you want to support the airbuds we would really appreciate it and we already appreciate all of our listeners because we love everyone and everything because we're nice buds all right enjoy the episode I'm Peter. I'm Mike Benner. Happy basketball. Happy basketball, guys. We got a guest today. Yeah. Uh, Super fun guest. You might know him from uh, a Sex in the City episode. In your face. Yeah, take that. Uh, Every other man on Sex in the City. (laughs) Yeah, I was Uh, was in that one. You weren't. Yeah. Did you meet Steve? I don't even know who that is. He's the guy who goes, Miranda. Miranda, we got a kid together. That's a really good impression, actually. Oh, I would yeah. say that's that's a great job. Um, he was uh, a writer and producer on uh, the New Girl. Yeah. Um, on uh, on Fox. No, I think it was just New Girl. The newest girl. The, the newest, newest girl. girl. Every week it was a different woman. She was new every time. Every single time. They put Zoe Dashnell the costume on a new lady mm-hmm. every time and mm-hmm. zipped it up mm-hmm. listeners we got ethan sandler ethan sandler Bienvenidos basketball hello welcome welcome thank you for we are actually in your house yes. so it's us yeah. welcoming ourselves you are to welcome you. to my garage thank, thank you. you thank you thank you us hell yeah and thank you for letting me use your iphone charger i didn't ask but i did have my phone oh fine yep. fine that is not a charger that is a direct firewire to my mainframe Oh, fuck, You've just downloaded everything into stuff. the system. I just realized this is your version of like the Mark Marin garage, but it's just like so kid friendly. It's pretty janky in here. It's pretty. Uh, no, this is janky. janky. Some... What are you talking about? This is no great. Room with a rug is janky. Yeah. There is a rug. There are people with apartments smaller than this garage. I know. Oh, absolutely. I know. I don't There's mean to. I don't mean to this. look a gift horse in the mouth. I yeah. Just... I, I I sneak in here once every other week and use the Peloton. So <laughs> there's. I'm sorry to repeat a joke. There's no Peloton here. <laughs> uh, definitely Peloton here. Not going to let that one you go. Know, I'm going to say a few things about a Peloton. As long as, okay. if you don't, sure. as, long as we're looking at it. It's a yeah. podcast. That's right I mean, my line of view. I keep going. You're looking that. at it right now. First of all, my butt is right there a lot. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I can listen, there are, it's very vigorous. Is that the, se- the setting for you or for uh, your wife? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> 
Because I've stepped on it, and if that's you, you do have some stumpy legs. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on, man. I mean, I have very long, very, very long legs. Beautiful legs. You have. I literally all legs. Gams. You have gams. uh, I have absolutely no torso. But, um, yeah, so for sure. You you can have, like, chopstick legs and then, like, a little, like... You're like I that do. really tall, uh, that really tall monster on Foster's Home for Imaginary Children. Yeah, I have very the arm- specific reference. Wow, <laughs> I love that. Ar- love arms and legs, monsters. six foot six, torso five foot six. Yeah. So whenever I I'm like sitting down, very with low center of gravity is how I would like to describe myself. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Not easily pushed around. No, no. You're like the Marshawn Lynch of of comedy writing. I'm all Ooh. about that action, yeah. boss. Yeah. Great Seattle reference for a Seattle man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ethan, how do you feel? I mean, wait, my bad. Are you guys getting a team next 10 years? Yes, um, right now. How are you yeah, getting a team? I, what is I'm, the path to getting a team? That is my concern about Seattle getting a new team is that I don't understand how it can occur. I think that, unfortunately, it would mean moving a team, and that totally sucks. Um, and yeah, but some cities don't deserve a team. You You root for, let's just be clear, to... The audience. You are from Seattle, yeah. and you ride for Oklahoma City. No, I, I think that is an overstatement. I, I, I did for – when they had Durant, I totally did. And in truth, when they had Harden and Durant and Ibaka and Russell Westbrook, I really loved that team. I, and Fun team. They, Great team. I, I hated them for leaving Seattle, although Nick Collison was a Sonic. Durant was a Sonic. Um, so I did still feel some connection to them, um, romantic connection in particular. And then – uh, I I had a baby and I would watch the league pass games and I would see the very young Thunder score like twenty points in twelve seconds and I was like these kids are I fell in love I don't care my Seattle people uh, judge me quite uh, sternly for having any affection for the Thunder as they should I feel can I ask you a, a Seattle specific question yes I think I might have talked to you about this the last time you were on uh, many moons ago uh, Dick's cheeseburgers in or out. Uh, Dick's is incredible. It's the best cheeseburger I've ever had. Yeah, and the oh, French fries. Is, is that the, that fast food place? That's yes. I've been there. It is good. The fries. And yeah. They were like the fries are great, and it's like a dollar nineteen for like a. It's cheeseburger. so cheap. And yeah. the shakes. Yeah. That for me is my first uh, encounter with my food issues. Is being a, a young boy having a bag of French fries and a milkshake and inhaling it in like two minutes. Without breathing, like just pushing, 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 yeah. pushing, and then instantly being sad it's over. And, and never learning the lesson that I could eat slower and enjoy it and maybe even stop two-thirds of the way through if I'm full. The goal was to shove it in my face as fast as I could, yeah. never look at anyone, never breathe, never stop. Right. I'm like a dog finding a like a bowl of noodles somewhere. Yeah. Because the dog knows, like, I'm not supposed to have this. That's I right. Get, but I, that's <laughs> right. I need to get it in me and now. As quickly as yeah. possible. And if anyone yeah. tries to stop me, I'll, I'll attack them. Yeah. Yeah. Dix uh, is great, in other words. Shout out Dix. Dix, the one, that's the one from all the Sir Mix-a-Lot raps, right? Yeah. Yes. On Broadway? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Fair enough. Um, so, uh, new Sonic's coming. Yes, but we don't know how. Well, you uh, yeah. guys are get when Anthony Davis. I was about to say Orleans, it does feel like it's that whole tank up hinged upon Davis leaving and then yeah, Benson the selling Seattle and then Frazier is coming your way. That would be I would if the, if Anthony Davis came to Seattle. Oh no, he's not coming to oh, Seattle. No, 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 oh no, 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 he's going no. to L.A. Oh no, you guys are yeah, you're just getting the, the, you're getting the carcass. I just yeah, yeah, chugged yeah, a milkshake of Anthony Davis. That's way off. Yeah. Well, that leads us into uh, right before we started recording. You had a, a hot take you want to discuss regarding Anthony Davis. I just yes, sir. 
No, that's why I just like to say hat. Hat? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I have a I have a question more than I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I am curious um, about Carl Anthony Towns vis a vis Anthony Davis. Um, I think that given last night's game in which Carl Anthony Towns punched Anthony Davis in the face quite hard. Um, I 27 think points, 27 rebounds against uh, and a victory over the, the Pelicans, yeah. That's a lot of rebounds. That's a lot of rebounds, yeah. Um, over Anthony Davis. And there were some defensive plays at the end of the game where Carl Anthony Towns, it's a long name, but Cat bothers me. Yeah, I, I, I don't like Cat. I, I don't like Cat. Yeah. Just just Carl Anthony, if you want, don't, want to, don't want to say Towns. Towns? Or just say Towns. Towns. You Carl Towns. Cat sounds like a diss. It sounds Carl. like shitty work boots. Like, they're not Timberlands. <laughs> they are shitty work we boots. Cats. Yeah. I, we do have cats, actually. Like, do you always think of a construction hat when someone says cat? See? That's always, like, the first thing in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Well, we, we talked about this before, the pod. They are actually only two years apart, which is insane. Because it yeah. feels like Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is 25. And he feels like he's Davis somehow been in the the league for... Wait, I'm saying, Towns is 23. 23. Yeah. It feels like Davis has been in the league for 35 years. And and it and it does feel like he's I don't know I mean we'll get into to, to Bill Simmons later but he does have a, a a good point recently about I think I heard it on on the low post like why isn't Anthony Davis's team better if he is worth all of this craziness like if it's like it's so deter- like if it's like so much Anthony Davis is the lifeblood of whatever team he's going to go to next like his team's not terrible but they're what four games under five hundred he seems really good at both ends of the floor he seems like an incredible defensive player and offensively he's like putting up kareem abdul jabbar numbers is it just that like if you're not a big man named lebron you're not going to affect your teammates i think that he literally doesn't bring the ball up the floor he can't be the ball handler in a pick and roll and i think at this point unless you're that person you're not going to have a maximum effect on your team who's around him you just need anybody else that can shoot like miritich kuzma gets those buckets, I don't know, it's just not enough, dude. Miritich is having a really good year. Holiday. Holiday. Holiday's good. But, I mean, there's the Pelicans have never really put anyone else around him. You mean Holiday, a shooter, like a great shooter. Yeah, Drew yeah. Holiday is, like, legit. very good the past two years. He's you been know, injured and in Someone up and coming. He, like, left the, he left the league for, like, half a year because of his, his fiance getting sick. Like, he just hasn't been around and yeah. hasn't been dependable. Uh, you know, not not – Criticizing for for that? No, they um, should use. They should have someone like Buddy Heald. Is yeah. who they should have. That's that true. is the nail in the coffin. I think of Anthony Davis leaving the Pelicans. It's like you traded the him Buddy Heald trade for nothing, him. and yeah. now he's making nine three pointers in a fucking. But he game. lied about his age by a year. <laughs> Yeah. Get out. The Cleveland Indians had a pitcher who lied about his age by like 10 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just oh, Part of it also is that the Pelicans, they're always in these games where it's 144. I feel like every time you say that, I, I hear the Pelotons too. Like they are the, the New Orleans <laughs> yeah, Pelotons. The Pelotons. Yeah, the Pelotons. You know, I read an oh. article about some Peloton instructor who was held by gunpoint in New York, and that was the day she decided to start teaching uh, Peloton classes. I don't know which one it is. I don't remember, but it's that's a trip. So she Wait. was she was teaching a Peloton class no. and someone held her up. No, I, no, that's motivation. That's a real on Peloton. That's a risk. Suddenly, gun comes into the frame in a newspaper. It feels. Oh yeah. She was like, so she was like in a life or death situation. Yes, and she's like she I survived, and she's like. I have to change my life. Today's the day I teach Peloton. Yeah, I think so, essentially. <laughs> what a wild fucking... We live in such a crazy world. Listen, some of these... Capitalism is wild. <laughs> these instructors <laughs> take it really seriously. Like, for a lot of them, it's they're like... They're doing the Lord's work. 
They like they're there to help you be your best self. What was she doing before? I think something in finance. <sighs> okay, cocaine. That's in finance. I would, yeah, I I need to see this article because I need much more context to understand. <laughs> Should this I crazy it to you right now? Please, yes. All right, wait, I'll read me, it over there. Let me get back to this cat, this cat, kitty cat thing. Thank you for getting us on track. He's literally bigger than Anthony Davis, which could explain the rebounds. Yeah, to, you know, Anthony Davis is a thin man. Uh, but I mean, frail almost. They have. I feel like they have similar. Anthony Davis is not frail. He's what not are we frail. talking? He's about? hurt a lot. He's he been. A, hurt the he's hurt a lot. It, you get hurt when you have to carry an entire team on your back. I also wonder though if I feel Carl, like this is more an indictment on Tibbs. That's if, what I'm if, at. Uh, that, thank you for that because I was about to say I think Carl's usage would be so much higher if he wasn't like run amok by Tibbs, like not getting him the ball every single fucking time they were in, down the floor. Because like last year he did have that game where he went off for like 55 or something like that. He was hitting threes all over the place. He's if crazy. he was getting Davis's usage, I think it's a really good argument. It's uh, for Carl. It's wild that Tibbs had Carl Anthony Towns and was like, you know what? I'm going to run the offense through Derrick Rose. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm good. For, I'm for a half Gibson. a season, I'm going like, to have Taj Gibson shooting threes, and I'm going to have Derrick Rose ISO, and I'm just going to leave Carl Anthony Towns like, out in the cold. But, uh, I mean, I think my take on Carl Anthony Towns is that, um, you know, he's had, like, five coaches in four years, right? Like, he's not really had a lot of, like, stability, so, like, maybe he's just doesn't have the right coach motivating him. Maybe Ryan Saunders uh, is the coach to motivate him, and that's why he's had a couple of killer games. But to my eye, he he has always seemed apathetic. He's always seemed like he doesn't really work that hard. People yeah. have said the exact same thing, including myself. Yeah, it's not, a, it's about not like Sir a hot James take. Harden as well. So I feel like it's Oh, James Harden works so hard. What are you talking about? I feel like in terms of like how he looks on the floor. He invented a new way to travel. <laughs> he really did. He was yeah. in the gym, no cameras. He really did. Figuring he, out in the lab, step, he was step back. in the lab. He built it cell by cell. God, yeah, God bless that man. Uh, he's the MVP. He's so fucking good. He's he's so he's the fucking MVP. Right now. He's the yeah. new Kobe. He's he, the new like he won us all villain, over. The villain that just sucks. That's yeah. so good you can't stop him. And it like gives people like me hope. Like the guys that like no matter what you try to do, like you'll always be kind of chubby. <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love a chubby guy. Yeah, he's, he's like Paul Pierce. Guy. Like that guy's the strongest, most athletic guy oh. in the league, possibly, and he's still a little chubby. He is so strong. He's yeah. infuriatingly good. I hate watching yeah. him play. Um, we should uh, we should bury the lead no longer about speaking of James Harden because Ethan, you had a um, I, I was going to say I guess fifteen minutes of fame, but I don't. There's no minutes of fame. So that's like 15 seconds of fame? There's no fame. Like four four basketball fr- friends texted me like that was hilarious. You like, f- the entirety of it. So uh, you frantically wrote down a uh, soliloquy. Oh, I took my time. I know. You texted it to me before, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so recently, uh, Ethan's better half, um, Catherine better. Hahn, Far was uh, on the Bill Simmons podcast and read her his takes to Bill. Um, to get his opinion, which was uh, – sh- it's a great listen because she has no idea what she's talking about, but she really gives 
gives it her all. She's an incredible cold reader. She really is. And she somehow made sense of She's a great actress. what was aggressively gibberish. Yeah. Part, I purposely wrote it in ways that I knew that she would not understand. Yeah. yeah. And like also you wrote like, it like in like Zodiac Killer symbols. I did. <laughs> she was able to, able to decipher it and deliver a great yeah. performance. I felt a lot yeah. of pressure because I was speaking directly to Bill Simmons via my wife. Sure. And so I wanted to um, – it was important to me that I sounded to Bill Simmons as though I knew something about basketball, that I wasn't just a moron. Um, you did put in Manuian. Yeah, Manuian. Which, which, uh, which he enjoyed. Yes. Yeah. Which I think I feel like is like a, a good trait. I would consider that like – I would now say that's like Lou Williams-ish, right? Would you say Lou Williams is Manuian? I mean for my taste, Lou Williams is a little bit um, of a gunner to be truly Manuian. Yeah, I agree. You got yeah. to throw that no look. Right, but in today's NBA, how many other places other than the Spurs are you going to get that kind of selfless Manu style? I think you know, you know who's Manuian, uh, and it's not just because of the uh, the hair situation. It's uh, Evan Fournier. Fournier. Fournier is very Ooh. Manuian. That very, hair, like, that hairy. hair, worst hair in the NBA. Yeah, it's terrible. Shave yeah. it off, bro. But yes. he plays like Manu a little bit. Yeah, sure. I think um, Iguodala and Livingston in their prime were were borderline Manuian. Certainly, Iggy was. Iggy, Iggy, more so. Iggy yeah, in yeah. Golden State. Yeah. Yes. Like well, at the the tail uh, end Sixers, of his prime. Like it's, but yeah, uh, definitely yeah. six man off the bench. Yes. Golden State. Iggy is is Manuian. totally. So your wife did a, a a passionate dramatic reading of your take on <laughs> on the Harden trade. Yes, um, which we would like to litigate with you now in person. Great. Okay, so just to to like <clears throat> sum it up and tell me if I got anything wrong. Um, <clears throat> you said that Harden uh, had to go uh, because of his style of play, but also because of his actual fashion style. His, um, <laughs> I think, his personality mm-hmm. was not a good fit. For what the Thunder were trying to build at that at that Thunder era, um, which certainly I don't subscribe to, but if you watch the uh, crowd shots at a Thunder game, that is a particular group of human beings, and they were trying to build a squeaky clean team for that yeah. community. Uh, that community also is uh, reportedly one of the reasons why Durant left. Yes, <laughs> there yes. are no. Show us on the doll where the thunder hurt you. No you know? Jews it's in like... the building. When you scan the crowd at the Thunder games, there's not a, you can't see a Jew. Well, there's a there's a story that was that I think maybe I actually heard it from Bill Simmons, but it was that like I think when Barack Obama won like the presidency, there happened to be a game that night, and they announced it over the jumbotron. Barack Obama won our first African American president, and the arena booed, oh, no. and Kevin Durant looked around and was like, like "Who? I am the going hell am to I California." Yeah. I love that. That yeah. makes me so. I love when people are themselves. Yeah. Um, okay, but you also said Harden wanted his own team uh, because he's not Manuian, uh, and that Jeremy Lamb and Reggie Jackson uh, at the time had potential, and as well as that pick that became Stephen, Stephen Adams was valuable. To which uh, Simmons summarily just said, you're dead wrong. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Uh, So you believe the Harden trade was still good? I believe that at the time it was made, uh, that was a good trade, yes. Is it possible that they traded away the best of the three of them? Or is that just like a prisoner of like January 2019? I mean, in my opinion, Durant depending on what he does for the next five years, uh, could be one of the greatest of all time. Durant is so much better than Harden in like many ways. I, I think I'd rather – because Harden uh, 
Harden could have two MVPs yes. at least. So I don't feel like it's. I mean, is, I mean, is but Durant, Durant, so... Durant could have had four by now. Like if like he wasn't on a team with one other like legit MVP contender. Like I, I think, uh, you know, the MVP is kind of arbitrary in a lot of ways because we we we. Like Kevin Durant, I think is probably the best player in the league right now. I mean, not to take anything away from Harden, I think he's fantastic. But Kevin Durant, I'd rather have over Harden. Uh, but he's I've, not I've felt be, that way the last three years. Yeah. He's not going to be. He's not going to win MVP though because he's just on a team. He's like his team has three other like superstars, Hall so, of Famers. Yeah, so like we take that away from him, even though it's like he's still the most valuable player in the league. Any sure. any team would want him. Too yeah. long. He can affect the end of the game on defense. He's so long. Yeah. And I think that's what really sets him apart also is his defense. Yeah. He's just a, he's, he's a good defender. Whereas Harden is like, has to work really hard to be an okay defender. I mean, sorry to interrupt, but I, I think what I keep overlooking about Harden is the assists is he's, he'll get 14 assists very easily. I knew then. Yeah. They should have given him the ball then. And I don't know why they didn't. The Thunder? I, yeah. The Thunder should have given him the ball from the jump. I knew it before he left, and he had that fucked up game in Miami, but that was the dude who was supposed to have the ball. And the Heat said the key to them winning the, that against the Thunder was shutting down Harden. Totally. Yeah. Which they did. Totally. He didn't, he, doesn't, he didn't want to shoot it at that point in time. He was a pass-first dude at that moment in time. Give him the ball and see what happens. So I, I think the trade is good just because I don't think Scott Brooks – I don't think anybody would have figured out – how to play like the Warriors. Those are the, they could have been the Warriors had Scott Brooks just been like, yo, all of you guys shoot wherever the fuck you want. That's right. And they, they would have been that and it would have worked out. That's you're talking, by the way, not to be pathetic about it, but (laughs) let's say for a moment that Ibaka actually did take that last step that he never took in Oklahoma city where he's more like 17 and eight rather than 15 and seven or whatever he he was. He never should have learned how to shoot a three. Well, I, I disagree, though. I think that I actually think that like he was one of the first. Um, I don't like the phrase unicorn, but I actually think that yeah. he was a couple of years ahead of the curve in that way, where he was a guy that could block shots and hit a three pointer. But to, exactly. but Brooks fucked up, and I guess it's just because he's not super innovative. Innovative, but you should have played a Bach at the five more. Yes, that, like you should have put the, all four of those guys should have been on the floor right, with, all the um, time together. Cephalosha, who yeah. I know can't shoot for shit, but that's okay. One one right. guy who just defends. That's yeah, who need. blows up pick and rolls? Yeah, yeah. That if they played in that style, that team would have been extraordinary. Shout out! Is it a Cephalosha, the dude that the only black man <clears throat> to ever beat the NYPD? Yep. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's so, right. Beat the yeah. Case. That's yeah. right. And not American. <laughs> no, that's. I think <laughs> that's, that's more. That's oh, more oh, yeah, yeah, that's more right. That's it. He's European for sure. Yeah, he's not African American. Yeah, and we're like, all right, we we got you. Yeah, I think I think the only reason why that trade. Was a bad idea was because it just you had there's still so much potential. Like it, the team went so far and it was so young, and it was like, why not just run that? Back? I know for sure. I don't want to play armchair therapist for you, yeah, but here I go. Okay, I feel like this just all stems from youth imagining seeing all of those guys in Sonics uniforms. It very well could. Um, <laughs> I but I will just say this lastly. Um, I have two things to say, if you don't mind. No, it's, it's literally your house. This is my garage. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Your, your Peloton. Get out. Um, what, what Bill Simmons and um, what is that gentleman's name on NBA radio? Terminate. Justin Terminate. 
which and now do you do you listen to NBA radio? Do you know who Justin Termini is? No. Okay. Let me just say that Justin Termini was the person that actually pissed me off enough for me to start thinking about this obsessively because every time this trade was brought up, he'd be like, the worst trade ever. Oh, God. They're so all they care about was money. And all that just shows you if all you care about is money, you'll never win. Oh, oh. And I was like, <laughs> by the way, that was actually really uh, excellent, Justin. I was Termini. about to say, you should, if you just did that on the radio, <laughs> yeah. you should you could get a radio job. Yeah. He, I was like, you know what, you fucking idiot? You actually are wrong about this. And he sounded like a, a child. And so I started thinking about this. More extensively. And then Bill Simmons is like, nope, dead wrong. He doesn't want to – like, I don't know. Am I, though? I'm not saying that this was a great trade, but I'm saying it was potentially a, a tremendous trade. And let me say this secondly. Um, the next year they had a better record than they did Harden's last year. Well, that's with Kevin Martin starting at the two. They actually won more games. That was the playoffs that um, Beverly blew up Russell Westbrook's knee, fucking them for the next year, although Durant won the MVP that next year. And then Durant got injured. And so then they, that, the following year was the year where they played with like eight guys and, you know, yeah. um, they traded. They played that redhead guy. What's that? What's his name? Uh, Is it McCreary? That no. No. Oh, I forget uh, his name. I don't think he's in the league anymore, but he played big minutes for you guys that year. And it was like. Red? What? Simply Red? Yeah. Uh, Rick, Rick, Rick Astley? <laughs> yeah, Rick Astley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lady in Red. Um, whatever. We'll, we'll never. Who knows? We'll never know the name. No one will we'll ever know the remember. name. Um, I love that guy. Reggie Jackson is better than uh, Dennis Schroeder. I take Reggie Jackson. Or, I mean, I take a healthy Reggie Jackson. Yeah, yeah. But I see what you mean. Like, it, if you watch Pistons games, man, it's tough. Reggie Jackson, it's tough. Sucks. He he no. fell apart. I, he I think, sucks. Unfortunately, yeah, that's his injuries. That's the yeah. real. Well, sure, but that still injuries are like a part of the count. They count. He had a huge ceiling, though. Like he, he his ceiling is is very high. Uh, huge ceiling, high ceiling. Uh, but yeah, no, I see what you mean. Like in hindsight, like Jeremy Lamb. Reggie Jackson and a, a a pick that becomes Stephen Adams like seems like a a, a deal for anybody. That's and, just like, like when, when you're just looking the... at potential. Yes, but it's just like five years down the road. It yes. hasn't. It, it did not turn out. Reggie yeah. Jackson, his last year at the Thunder, all of a sudden was like, I'm out. I got to get out of here. Mm -hmm. The more offensive part isn't necessarily the trade, but just not seeing what happened. Well, like one year later, just like Harden. Because here we are, and they're all MVPs. Yeah. So, and if you look at the top five in scoring, or, it's not I even mean, about what you would have gotten. I think the biggest thing is just like just letting, just risking it and holding them together for as long as you can. Totally. Because then they have multiple championships. Yeah. I but clearly, all three of them are head cases. Like Durant, Durant's reaction to getting dunked on by Boogie in in practice is really intense. Like he is. He is a a, a uh, thin skinned person and thin feet too. Really long, thin feet. <laughs> He's got feet like a, a foot long from Subway. Yeah, it's real yeah. weird. Yeah, um, not to like frame it through my own fandom, uh, but I feel like the Jimmy Butler trade to the Sixers uh, is a trade that right now everyone is being like, "Oh yeah, that's a great trade. Make that trade. You got to make that trade all day." Um, but like in five years. People might be being like, "That was such a dumb trade." Yeah, and I feel like maybe that's kind of how the Harden trade is. Like at the time, it was like, "Oh yeah, no brainer." Like trade this guy away. We got two great prospects and a pick. Uh, but who did Minnesota get out of that deal? That's going to change basketball. Dario Sarge, maybe Dario. Sarge. <laughs> no, I mean Dario well, Sarge was your second best player in the playoffs last year. Yeah, I think Dario in that Celtics series. Yeah, and he was. Uh, he was the best player in Euroleague, uh, like, 
last year. Bro, coming I was off the best NBA season. player in EuroLeague. <laughs> Congratulations again. I had yeah. three years in EuroLeague where I was uh, tremendous. Best boy. You don't remember those best years? boy. They don't have MVP. They have best boy. Yeah. I love Sharich. I like him too. And I think and uh, Covington is amazing. Ethan, as a man yeah. of Hollywood, what does the best boy do? Do you know what the best boy does? I think I'm embarrassed to say that I'm saying this with a lot of uh, insecurity. I sure. don't know, but I think that the best boy is the person who is uh, in charge of electrics. That like is the one that is doing is executing uh, the plugging in of the stuff. Oh, if I I'm see. I thought that, the best boy was kind of like the assistant to the elect- electrician person. Yeah, I thought he I just thought like he... rubbed his tummy. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> maybe. Electrician eats maybe it's like the tummy rubber. <laughs> Tostadas at the at the craft service table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best boy comes over. You're either the assistant to the electrician or the MVP of EuroLeague. That's what well, the best boy. If you're a best boy, hit us up on social yeah, media at at Airbuds Pod. Uh, tell us what you do. And I'm sorry about that, yeah. best boy. Um, <laughs> no, we should all know. We've all I know. All I, I put you sets. on the spot, but like none of us knew. Yeah, so listen, your uh, is that my charging cable or yours? That's mine. Yeah, come on, man. That oh is no, just that exposed happened. Exposed wire. You know what happened? I lent this to a friend and it came back like this. No, that's not cool. Without comment. That's no, not a friend. You've got to circle back yeah. on that. Yeah. I, Otherwise, you can have resentment. It's like and that's not, not a close friend. So, oh, like, I'm like, you know, if it was like Peter, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck did you do to my charger? But, like, this is like. That looks like someone was chewing on it. I wonder if, it, I wonder if their dog chewed on it. I don't oh. know. Yeah. Maybe it's a dog. Oh, there's a dog? Yeah. They have a dog. Yeah. I'm not going to name names. I don't. I, the dog was using the computer. Yeah, that dog. Oh, my God. That dog thinks in English. <laughs> should we should we get on to the other uh, <clears throat> hot take? Bill Simmons hot takes. Yeah, let's do it. If you like, if if you like to, we're here to litigate your your actual voice and response. Okay, let's these, do uh, it. Okay, so you uh, <clears throat> on the classic uh, five players of the same same ilk. Yes, against any other five. Yes, players? which you stand for. Five Lebrons can beat anyone. Well, I think that as I interpreted time. it, I think it's Chris Ryan, not Chris Ryan, Bob Ryan, Chris Ryan. From Free Darko? That's his original notion? Maybe. Um, Was suggesting that if one way to discuss, to compare players through eras inclusive is would five of one player A beat five of player B? And through that conversation, they were like, LeBron beats anybody. And I I would suggest that not only is that true, but I think five LeBrons have a very good shot against any five lineup of of, at, that you want to pick up any time. I actually mentioned this to you, fellas, when I was on your podcast the last time. Yes. So, I mean, anybody you like to put out there, I think five LeBron's. I agree with that. I think that's uh, very right. I think Bill Simmons agreed with you also. I think he. I don't think he actually... Uh, I don't think he understood no. what you were saying. I think Catherine was... T- I think she had done the first one with such vigor that I think she wanted to stop and <laughs> kind of phoned in number two. Got it. Uh so, uh, Catherine, if you're listening, uh, you're you know she is. 100% Catherine Hahn is listening By to this By the way, episode. if I haven't said so yet, <laughs> she's a Patreon supporter. Oh, oh really? please actually uh, uh, have your wife subscribe to our Patreon. That would really be Did helpful. Did I say that right? Patreon? Yeah. Patreon. Yeah. Actually, it's, uh, it's actually Peloton. Peloton. That's how you say it. Yeah. 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 Fuck both of you. Yeah, yeah, if you guys want to subscribe to our Peloton. I'll, I'll put, yeah. I'd like to see both of you on my Peloton for 15 minutes when we're done. Can we get on Peloton? Is there a way that we could just like hop on there and have our own channel? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, the Peloton. Ooh. Yeah, you can't channel surf, but the Peloton channel would be great. You bike and we sit and talk about basketball while you are on your I bike. I would yeah. love that. You know, they we have a green screen. They do us. have a thing you can do like biking down the beach, and then they have like a kind of VI, virtual reality, VR, like 
shot of moving down a beach. But no matter how fast you go, the speed does not increase. So it's a kind of hell. So you're like pedaling at 40 miles an hour. And, and you're like, moving it's very okay. slowly. Clearly someone the, walking with a GoPro yes, that they've like taken the it, shock honestly, out of. Honestly, it's, it's a kind of nightmare I can't describe. That seems like <laughs> an easy fix. I... I don't know. Uh, isn't there Peloton? Hit us up. Uh, tell us about your uh, coding. Yeah, yeah, your coding. coding. What's your coding? Yeah. Here are some potential fives that I would like to see play five LeBrons, five Larry Birds. Hey, fuck it. Yeah, for sure. Five Durants. What that- are you going to say to five Durants? Five Steve Nashes. Mm-hmm. You know the Wait. truth is, I think there's. Five Steve Nashes. <laughs> they would Five. all get injured like immediately. Hey, they just start playing soccer with each other. LeBron is a brick wall. There's five brick walls against a tiny, tiny man. Durant would be five. How about five Pippins? Fuck it. How about fuck all of you? How about five the Pippins? the 2021 version of five Giannis's? Sure, that's that. Start, I feel I. I mean, I think if that dude can start to hit from three consistently, then yes. He's just longer than LeBron. He's so somehow. long and he's so strong. Yeah. Is, uh, I think it's crazy to say the 2020 version, though, Giannis because little the world might be on oh, fire yeah. by that. Well, out. then, you know, that'll be a fun way to go. Yeah. How about seven of Giannis's little brother? Ooh. Versus five seven LeBron's. of them? Yeah, yeah. Could 40 <laughs> Eric Snows beat five LeBrons? <laughs> That's like the Matrix scene where all the agents are piling up on yeah, you. That's what yeah. it is. How yeah. many of me would it take to beat five LeBrons? 100? Uh, 16. I'm going to say you could get him with 16. You do? Really? Yeah. I don't think that's enough. Because you can just enough. camp out in the paint. I don't think that'll do it. Because he'd keep running into the shoulders? I don't think the court is too small yeah. to have a, a number of Ethans that Le- could outdo Although five there LeBrons. were like 500 of us, you know, we would just it would be pile so on top of him. Confusing to right. him. Where to go? 300, dude. 300 versus Xerxes, man. <laughs> 300. That's all it takes. Evidently. I don't want to... I don't want to say how many of it takes of you or any of us because I don't want to insult any of my friends but uh, I think personally it would take at least 70 of myself to be a five yeah. rounds. Yeah, I think that's fair. I would like to see that Mike game. Benners, yeah, 10 of you are just at the concession stand. Yeah, because I got a carbo load so I'm just getting like yeah, yeah. hot dogs taking out the, just doing the buns and bringing them to the people on the court. One of you is DJing really loudly yeah. just to get under LeBron's skin. And it's just like it's, uh, it's the... Yeah, twelve of her Trans Siberian Orchestra just playing like that loud ass Christmas music. <laughs> oh god. Just to like disorient the five LeBrons. Yeah, yeah. Just a hundred of me trying to just cover LeBron in kisses. Yeah, I that's love you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all it would be. Yeah. Like like the Beatles. You. Yeah. <laughs> like literally my whole college is just about you. That's it. That's it. Uh <clears throat> and then uh you you mentioned, and I don't know if this was so much a take about basketball. No, but you mentioned that free Darko saved your life. Well, yes, I uh, it certainly saved my basketball life. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I was. You know, I the truth is, I suspect that Bill Simmons has a small amount of inferiority complex around Free Darko. He was a little touchy when that was brought. I up. I knew it. It was a real poke the bear situation for yeah. me. Yeah, where because I just I've ne- he's never said anything about it, and yet. If you if you try to summarize the way the ringer basketball thinking goes, yeah, it really all is all comes from shit free Darko was doing way before. Because Chris Ryan r- runs the ringer. Uh, and- I didn't know that Chris Ryan was from Free Darko. Isn't he right? I think he is. Yeah, but they all wrote with uh, with pseudonyms. I think. So. Yeah, is he Network? Is that who that is? No, no that's uh, Jason, is Conception. Jason Conception. Jason oh. Conception. Uh, 
Yes, all those Free Darko dudes. And there was only like three or four of them. That's why I'm like, yeah. Chris Ryan, really? But maybe. Um, and if that's true, then that's even weirder that Bill Simmons hasn't like given the yeah. shout out in any way. When he was like, never read it. He just like instantly like that. I was just like, wait, you you are like the self-proclaimed all, basketball guy. The all basketball guy. The Prometheus read... of internet basketball writing. Yeah, it, it it's wild. There's some, yeah, I think there's some kind of weird. Yeah. Jealousy happening? Yes. I definitely, I'm. You hit a nerve. I'm confident about this. <laughs> Listen, he, all, all the positional shit, all the like free your fandom to just root for whoever who gives a fuck. The like Gilbert Arenas, like this guy's just amazing. It doesn't matter that he's flawed. Like all that stuff is what The Ringer is about now. And I think that for a guy that clearly is an obsessive reader of, of other basketball stuff to pretend that he doesn't is interesting to me. Do you think there's a professional jealousy that like what Bill Simmons was doing? Free Darko came around and then did it in like a more artistic, different angle. Like, is there? Yes. What directors? What film directors? Like, I know totally. So like, Free Darko is like Wes Anderson. Like, who is Bill Simmons? That is like looking at Wes Anderson and being jealous that someone's doing what they do, but like in a much more interesting, quirkier way. The dude who does like CSI Miami. <laughs> <laughs> is it like Jason Reitman? Is it like that? Someone like Maybe, a, yeah. I'm trying to think of like a, a comp for that. Like Free Darko though was like some like way more indie shit than like Wes Anderson. Free Darko was I mean that was those guys were exactly what I was looking for in my life and I had no idea. That that way to talk about basketball and to think about basketball in a way that was intellectually interesting and funny and like like also recognizing that it, all, it was all meaningless but like it was worthwhile. I, I just enjoyed it so much. I'm sad that it. I mean, I, I guess it's better that they put out two records and left or whatever. And now it's called The Ringer. Yeah. And now it's just called That Was yeah. The Ringer. I'm not hip, super hip to any of them, really. Really? Like, I, I'm i aware of Bill Simmons. I don't know Free Darko at all. Sounds dope. It's I used to just like yell at the barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you, uh, I'll, I'll give you uh, the Free Darko books. They're. Okay. Uh, yeah, the they're good were... to just get high and, and, yeah. and flip the it. pages. I know Bill Simmons yeah. is washed, though, because I listened to that episode. Two things. Uh, your wife asked him what OG stood for. I know. Oh, it. my God. He I couldn't know. pull it. That, That's one. Was a, that was a tough look for I know. everyone <laughs> I know. listening. Although I love, I actually love that about my wife, that she... Yeah, yeah your wife is... She asked. Your wife kind of, like, like she went clowned him in that episode. She did. She... I hear it's, I'm gonna, she I, just kind of exposed him yes, a little did. bit because, like, time. your wife is like a genuine badass of a person, very smart, big fan of her. She's just like she's like a genuine nice person, and he and was like, cool. she just he just like kind of couldn't keep up with her. He re- she realized, and I don't. I hope he, that I don't betray anybody's trust, but I think that that. she was in the midst of doing a lot of. I'm sorry, she was doing a lot of. Uh, I'm just trying to weigh the moral implications. Do it. <laughs> Do don't, it, man. This is a podcast about basketball. Let it ride. Be careful. Like you're I will on that. say, though, you, <laughs> take your time with this, Yeah, man. let it, let it ride, for, man. Both you, both you and your wife are doing well enough in your careers. Oh, no, I'm not worried about uh, <laughs> professional implications. Okay. I, I will say this. I'm gonna, the full thing I'm going to say is I, myself, of the four of us, I think I'm the largest Bill Simmons fan. Right. I think it's mostly I'm older than you fellas, so he's been in my life possibly longer. I think he's very good at what he does, and I actually like his podcast. I don't find him to be washed. I think he's transitioning into a washed a state, uncle, a yeah, more yeah. a wiser place. Yeah. Yes. Generally clean. Yeah. All right, not washed, clean. Um, that being said, 
Catherine was doing a lot of interviews at that time and for stuff that is, you know, she was having one kind of conversation with people that was, you know, um, intellectually stimulating to her. And she w- and people that she generally respects, I'm not including myself in that, but there's a kind of dude who w- lights up at this, the sound of Bill Simmons' name. And she thought, oh, then he must be a really smart dude to talk to and she went in and i think fairly quickly realized that she was just talking to someone that essentially is the publisher of a men's magazine yeah like saw stepbrothers twice i would say that's oh, that's I how f- i would describe him yeah a few times one or two yeah times. he's yeah no his interest in shitty movies is kind of genuine yeah, I just think in that at least in the conversation between the two of them, she just seemed like she was on another. I don't th- I, just, I don't think he took it seriously. I felt like it was like he was taking like he was just kind of like, "Oh, this is like I mean, fun that she's weird. here and it's like kind of like cute." I I, it's tough to do a show with somebody you never met before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's his I'm fucking job. Fun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm doing great. Me and Ethan hitting it out of the park. We're it fine. doesn't happen like that all no, the time. No, no, not usually we people probably, don't have this kind of chemistry. We're doing a two team, a two man team. <laughs> two team. At yeah. fucking iOS. We're going to open. IOS, iOS is a crackdown. Hey, all of us shall know, man. I'll rest in peace. <laughs> Literal crackdown. But wait, um, Jamal, you said uh, there, you had a, I think you had a second point. Oh, you, uh, yeah. part two of his washness. When he was talking to uh, <laughs> Shea Serrano, he implied that. He was as big of a fan of Blood In, Blood Out as Shea Serrano. Which is wild. <laughs> Something about that kind of threw me off. Yeah. yeah. Shea's like, yo, Blood In, Blood Out, that's my fucking movie, dog. And then Bill's like, yeah, you know, when I you heard you talking about it, I was like, oh, man. That, yeah. yeah. I, someone just like me. And I was like, wait, I don't know. I know. I don't know if y'all are the same, bro. When your wife threw OG on him I and know. he... And he was caught with his pants down. That kind of surmised all of it. He's not a hip hop yes. fan, though, is he? I don't think hip hop is. A well, part of his if life. you were to listen to an episode where he has uh, like Jesus and Marrow on, he really tries to pretend I like know, he is. I know. I <laughs> know. He, he's a dude who got left in the nineties. I'm sure yep. he listened to fucking Dos Effects. <laughs> listen, you know I, I I I criticize Bill Simmons. Uh, I think he is a little washed. I think he doesn't think his takes through that much anymore he's got a lot of content to produce i that's i I mean i do feel like i'm a bit of a bill simmons apologist right now but i'll say this i and and i I think he's amazing and accomplished he what he's done is uh, oh absolutely amazing producer i mean this wouldn't happen without him none of this happens i don't begrudge him any of his success i think worst of all that he might be sexist i think he underestimated uh, my wife yeah. because she's just a funny actress yeah. and I think that he did not think of her as a a, a, a in a in the way that maybe he should have he and had, he had I, a tone of like I'm talking to a girl now to a funny girl yeah. and I, I'll finish with this he asked her if it was hard to raise a family and have a career I could and, not fucking believe he and, asked her that question I was like that is some fucked up shit he would never ask that of a dude and I did not even really clock that until she came home and was like yeah I mean, she had very nice things to say about him. She enjoyed his company very much. Um, and also was like, that's a little intense. Nobody asked me that anymore. Like, it's fucking, it is now 2000 at the time, 18, that she hadn't been asked that in a long time. So, God bless Bill Simmons. Or yeah. not. Well. Do what you want. Yeah. God. As a, uh, yeah. 
We're all as, as much as we all Everybody's have these problems. Everybody's yeah. doing it. I still listen to everything work. he does. Yeah, that's yeah. that. that yeah. That's also that's also true. We're doing it. That's why I'm illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're all trying. Yeah, we're professional TV writer. Can't read. Jamel is the best illiterate TV writer yeah, we have. Time, you just yeah. do the dictate thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have a, per- a human do it or do you have a machine? I. This is what I do. Okay, I have a voice memo that I then email to an assistant. <laughs> yeah, a task <laughs> rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little cheaper than yeah, yeah. hiring a person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we should wrap up soon. But before we go, I feel like we should touch on... Um, uh, someone that you and I, Peter, uh, personally went to see a lot in person for a little while. Uh, we saw him play many games for the Los Angeles Clippers. Blake Griffin. Uh, Funnier Dies. Own Blake Funnier Griffin. Dies. Uh, the most famous in intern. Yeah. He returned to the Clippers uh, uh, to play the Clippers uh, yesterday and had a weird run-in with Steve Ballmer. During warm-ups. During warm-ups. Steve Ballmer approached him. Blake was sitting on the court, and then as soon as Steve got about 10 no, he feet was standing. from him, he, was, he, was, he had just finished shooting. He, was he popped up and sprinted to the locker room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I guess my question is, uh, was that a bitch move? I say no. <laughs> I, I love yeah. it. I yeah. have gotten really good at avoiding people in Costco. How many <laughs> people are you seeing in Costco? I'll just, I can hit a spin move, <laughs> you know, into any wall. I'm making moves like fucking Metal Gear Solid. Bro. Well, that makes me feel really good, though. That that you when you ran into Deborah, you guys, yeah, you, yeah, chatted and caught up because I, I now I know you could have just ran away. Yeah, I yes. would have ran full speed too. I had a bag of cash. I look ridiculous when uh, I saw your lady. My girlfriend ran into Jamel at Costco, and uh, Jamel just had a Ziploc bag, bag of like full 20s. of like one dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> I had some twenties in a sandwich bag. <laughs> 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 I, I like, thought hey, you were saying, like, been? bag of yeah. cat food. I didn't know what bag you were talking about. Yeah, I'm talking it's a bag about of cash. Ain't nothing like money yeah. in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I guess uh, in, on the other side, Deborah was, like, waiting in line for a hot dog. So it's yeah, <laughs> at Costco. We're all, yeah, we're all, we're all out here living. We're all living. Personal yeah. where every day is a day to grow. Every yeah. day. I was uh, kicked out of high school for getting too drunk. So uh, this, is, this is test to do with Blake. I'm not just, like, confessing. Um, kicked out kind of under weird circumstances by like a brand new headmaster of the private school that I was going to at the time. Peter went to Hogwarts. I went to Hogwarts. Oh. Dumbledore booted me. Um, and, uh, I'm definitely a Hufflepuff. And, uh, then I had to see this dude like seven months later at like a graduation party. And I, he kind of like, we kind of ran into each other and I shook his hand and um, that is still to this day one of the biggest regrets of my life that I did not spit in his face and uh, tell him what a piece of shit he was. So in that regard, Blake, like do your fucking thing, man. Like live your life. Go intern for I don't know whatever funnier die is in Detroit. They've got a second city there. Second city, Detroit. Yeah. It's some advanced guy. some it's advanced just sketch just writing. There's no funny. It's only death. I mean, also he put up 44 points and they won. So like, he, yeah, he, you, you got it, man. Hit their ass. Yeah, yeah. he wanted he, it. He hates Steve Ballmer's guts. Yeah, he let us know in a subtle way. Only uses Apple products. I mean, what may, what I like about this is that the um, story that they set him up for believing one thing that he was going to have his whole career be here and 
gave him packed up the money <laughs> truck, and then they then they betrayed him. That that story is true, and that he's legitimately mad about it. Well, also that's the truth, the funniest is, thing that ever happened in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, but but what really happened to that is it wasn't the same people who made that decision. It was Jerry West joined the Clippers and was like, "You need to trade Blake yesterday." Oh, I didn't realize that. That's well, I mean, the truth. But I mean, Steve Ballmer is still the guy ultimately in charge of those decisions. I just, I mean, that's the funniest thing in the world to me is that like <laughs> they gave him like a Clippers Clipper for life presentation and like compared him to Nelson Mandela. <laughs> and I'm sure he was conflicted. Like I doubt he was definitely like, Oh no, I'm definitely resigning. I'm yeah. sure he was like, wow, yeah. I'm really convinced yeah. by this. I can I be really the Nelson Mandela of the Los Angeles Clippers. <laughs> I believe in something bigger than myself. And then like less than four months later, they just trade him to fucking Detroit, Detroit. the worst team in the league. Detroit. <laughs> like that's the funniest shit. I mean, yeah. what do you think Balmer was going to say to him? Had he gotten close enough to speak to him, what does Balmer say? Congrats on how's your family? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats on how's your family? You know, <laughs> good, uh, good, good That's job, right. yeah. beard. Oh, uh, God. Steve Ballmer is also, yeah, he's just an incredibly awkward man. Sweaty. Yeah, sweaty, weird. Yeah. I mean, we all seen that Microsoft presentation where he's oh, screaming. God. All yeah. of the bad qualities of Howard Dean. <laughs> he's the Howard Dean of wrong. Silicon Valley, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure I've told this on the podcast before, but uh, I, I was at the game where they introduced uh, Chuck the Condor for the first time. <laughs> and, uh, and part of the presentation was also that Steve Ballmer uh, was going to do a dunk off a trampoline. And if everyone, and if like he made the dunk, everyone in the crowd got free Chuck Taylors. <laughs> I don't, it was a very convoluted presentation. But. Uh, as he's like talking on the mic, he's just like, eh, "If I make the dunk, like, because he, he he sounds like an idiot. If I make the dunk, you know, I get Chuck Taylor's." And like, people are just booing this man. Like, and this is like the brand new owner, the guy who took over for Donald Sterling, like not too long ago, and people were just like booing him. Like nobody likes Steve Ballmer. Everybody cheered when we got the free shoes, though. He dunked it. Oh, he made the dunk. Oh, well, yep. great! And you got shoes. Uh, I still have, um, you know, maybe I give, maybe I get rid of the you regifted it. the the bright red Chuck Taylors that I'll never wear <laughs> ever. Also, yeah. uh, change the name, man. You should have changed the name when you bought the team away from the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. Change the name. You should have changed the fucking name. That was his biggest mistake, I think. Is that his decision though? Don't you have to like go through Adam Silver's? So then start the process. Yeah. Like change the fucking name. No or one cares Bobcats, about the Clippers. Like switched back to the Hornets. Yeah, pretty quick. fucking easily. Yeah. yeah. And then the Pelicans, what are the Pelotons? The Pelotons. Anyways. Yeah, I suggest a three-team name trade. Ooh. The L.A. Clippers should be the L.A. Mystics. Let's get the L.A. community that doesn't really fuck with sports involved. You like crystals. Come in. Free crystals. (laughs) (laughs) Free crystal giveaway. Every time they hit 100? Yeah. Yeah. Get 100, you get a free piece of fucking anthracite. Or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. It's important. And I don't know what we'll call my my girls. We'll figure out something. Something off the zoo. We'll yeah. do the fucking pandas or some shit. Yeah. We'll get there. But if an LA opposing player misses like, two free throws in a row, you yeah, get your yeah. RF autograph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure something out once they put me on the naming commission. Hey, congratulations again about that. Um, guys, let's wrap it up here. Ethan, you got anything uh, you want to plug? Anything you want to shout out? I just feel bad. I feel like I talk shit about Bill Simmons, and I feel bad about it. Why? Wouldn't be the first time Bill Simmons got shit talked on this podcast. He did ask your wife how she balanced her career. That's so, fucking so fuck that clown. You, you know what? That sucked. All right, I stand by my earlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, 
<clears throat> you also defended him. You, you're, you, you, you know, you like, yeah, he, he sucks. We for all that, think he's washed, you also... and you were like, he's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The truth is that Bill Simmons is teaching my kids piano right now. And <laughs> <laughs> when it was going to be real weird when you guys walked in my living room. Yeah. Uh, Peter, you got anything? You, uh, you can check out my next stand-up special on Peloton. Um, I'll <laughs> be doing, I'll be doing a cool show. thirty uh, on the Peloton channel. Um, and uh, mixtape is the second Friday at the Virgil. Um, maybe a special guest in February, so I'll probably plug this again. But uh, I don't know. Follow me and shit, whatever. What no, just subscribe fu- to our Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, I'll plug our Patreon right now. We just have exclusive content. We did a commentary for Airbud, the movie, uh, that we all really enjoyed, actually. Yeah, Surprise, we yeah. actually, there were tears to be had yeah. watching him Airbud. I the talked movie. about that dog. Yeah, yeah. man. I enjoyed through. the movie overall. There was some great acting by yeah. everybody. Honestly, yeah. a fucking fantastic movie. Let's Although be real. the weirdest part is that the, the mother uh, was completely unbothered by right. the death of. No, nope. the recent death of her husband, of her, yeah, yeah, of her yeah. husband hey, who died hey. as a, a random test pilot. Hey. Three months ago, the husband <laughs> died as a test pilot in a crash, and the whole movie, she's like to her son, basically like, "Will you get over it, you little piece of shit?" <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, anyways, yeah. Hear us talk about it by subscribing to the Patreon, and uh, you get that commentary. Yeah, so uh, it can do be that shit. for as little as one dollar. You can you can hear three adult men talk shit on a dog. Woo! Uh, I got some shit. Uh, uh, Mike Trap Four, January twenty third. Uh, Mike Trap Four, Trapper's Paradise, at uh, Proof Rock Pizza downtown. Downtown LA. It's free. Yeah. Uh, Broccoli House on Instagram. We got the link up. It's all great. Ethan, what do you got to plug? I'm sorry. What I have to plug is that um, her name is Robin Arzon, the uh, Peloton instructor. Oh, she oh, was shit. twenty years old in college, and uh, a man who was ill uh, had three pistols, a sword and kerosene, declaring his plans to die while killing as many people as he could. Was this Delonte West? (laughs) (laughs) Delonte West breaks my heart. He was really good in college. Yeah, but now he's like Desperado. (laughs) He rides around on motorcycles with guns and a guitar case. Desperado. And uh, uh, he literally was drenched in kerosene, had a gun and uh, doused her with kerosene, had a lighter in his hand, put a gun to her head, Whoa. and used her to communicate with the police. And it was that experience that was like, why am I getting into law? I'm going to live every day like it's my last day. And teach people on their bicycles at home. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, the, you can see from the images in the article that she's very physically uh, strong and emphatically living her life. How do you think she balances uh, <laughs> being a Peloton instructor with uh, having a family? With she the have trauma kids? of being doused in flammable liquid? Uh, I would sleep, sure. would sleep with my kids. I would sleep with my kids. If you guys want to follow us... Uh, oh, wait, what's her name again? Robin Ar- A-R-Z-O-N. Arzon. Guys, go follow Robin Arzon. I'm sure it's at Robin Arzon uh, on Peloton. Or just email her because I'm sure her email is robin.arzon at gmail.com. But if you want to email us, it's at uh, it's airbudspodcast at gmail.com. Send us your dick pics. Send us your dick pics. Send us your drawings of uh, your favorite basketball players. Uh, Follow us at airbudspod on all social media. Go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Give us $1 and you can uh, join our Airbud Slack where people are... Giving the wildest NBA takes possible, in yeah. including Austin Rivers should be an all-star. 
And uh, yeah, we have an official All Star uh, voting squad in there. So yeah. get on that Slack and Patreon and uh, check it out. Yeah, hit us up. Uh, happy basketball. Peace.